Grief Stories is not a crisis resource. Please seek support from a qualified professional in your area to meet your unique emotional and medical needs. You're listening to the Grief Stories podcast. I'm your host, Maureen Pollard, a social worker with an interest in helping people find hope and healing when someone they love has died. In each episode, you'll hear a conversation with a guest sharing their story and insights about what can help when you're adapting to loss. At Grief Stories, we're helping grief make sense one story at a time. Today's guest is Chantal Frazinger, an art therapist who's talking with us about using art to heal grief. Welcome to the Grief Stories podcast, Chantel. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Chantel, here at Grief Stories, we believe in the power of stories to heal and help people heal in grief. And so I'd like to ask you to share with us today a bit about your story of loss. And uh, we're going to talk a bit about how you have moved through this lost experience you've had. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So... My story of loss actually begins back in 2012 um, when my mother was first diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, It ended up being a very rare type that we didn't really know quite at the time. Um, And subsequently, she journeyed for four years before passing away um, from breast cancer. Um, During that time, though, I was also in the midst of finishing my BA, first of all, in university, and then entering a whole new program um, at the Toronto Art Therapy Institute for Art Therapy. And the latter, I am very grateful to have been a part of at that time, since I didn't even realize everything I was going through while journeying with my mother through her uh, breast cancer treatments and, and surgeries and everything in between. Um, so I was experiencing a real hard time with anticipatory grieving. And then of course, when she passed, everything else just kind of snowballed. And I entered a really, really intense grieving period since I basically cut myself off from any emotions prior. Um, so because again, as I said, I was in this program for our therapy, um, it just kind of, again, all fell into place that I didn't have the words, I didn't have any kind of way to really articulate how I was feeling. And so that ended up turning into my, my thesis, actually, to, to graduate. Um, so I ended up diving into everything that I was feeling grief-wise. Um, through a graphic novel um, format. And that in turn ended up being this wonderful experience and, and of course, many, many ways, but for the primary purpose of just being able to finally actually actually express my grief in a way that, that felt good. Wonderful. And it sounds like you just were, you had the right things as you needed them in that program. So when we, you know, when we think about your story, you are a young adult in university, your mom has this diagnosis and is going to go through this process of treatment and decline. 
and eventually she dies. And during that process, you're having a lot on your plate with the schooling that you're trying to, to do. Um, and also the, the, the process of anticipatory grief, right. Mm -hmm. That's moving in you and you're, you know, I can imagine that you may have been trying to push down some of the feelings of grief so you could get through some of the classwork you needed to do and, and that sort of thing. So you were probably juggling things quite a bit. Mm -hmm. You know, what would you say were some of the biggest challenges that you faced, you know, with anticipatory grief and then the grieving, you sort of talked about struggling with your grief because you didn't have words for all those feelings that were coming up. Mm -hmm. um, was that one of your biggest challenges? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the biggest thing with anticipatory grief, um, which is really only kind of dawned on me as of late is that it really, it really presented itself as brain fog. Um, so it's, it's kind of ironic, but I don't actually remember much of my schooling. I know I did it. I have all the papers and the grading to prove that I did it. But that time is such a blur for me now um, because of so much, again, repression that ended up happening um, over that course of time. You were just moving on autopilot through the things that you needed to do. Sounds like. Exactly. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, it's very, I think anticipatory grief makes it hard to be present in the moment because we're, we are testing out that future. And I think that brain fog concept is, it really captures that, right? You okay. can't be present in the future. I mean, you can't be present in the present if your mind keeps drifting to the future with worry and fear. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So you entered this art therapy program okay. and started to explore through, I'm sure, projects and assignments in that course. And, and that really began to help you explore some of these big feelings. Tell me a little bit about that process for you. What did that feel like? What, what kind of steps were involved in your, in your process? Um, yeah. So I actually had a course that was just focused on grief. Um, and I don't know, it was, it was such a funny time. I don't mean it funny. haha. -ha. It was just, mm -hmm. it was, it was definitely um, ironic because at the time, a classmate actually also lost their father suddenly in an accident. And we were just in the midst of doing this course on grief and art therapy. And it almost turned into a lived experience of actually dealing with somebody in that moment of grief. Um, so it was, it was really, it was really, I don't know, again, it just it just felt like it all lined up in terms of being there to support this classmate, but also being able to implement what we're learning um, in a very active and present way. Um, but me, of course, being uh, an objective observer and um, presence to all of this was also, again, able to kind of recognize a bit more what was going on with me and actually learn about these terms like I had never heard of anticipatory grieving before um, and I had never considered any of the, the feelings and emotions and everything else that was wrapped up into grieving um, so so it was this really multifaceted experience in terms of 
the actual learning and then the actual lived experiences that ended up happening all over the course of that time. So it, it sounds almost like the the learning in the course allowed you to think about your own experience um, with losing your mom and the feelings you went through and kind of name some of that stuff um, as you learned the theory and ideas about grief work. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you also have this living, breathing example of someone in really early raw grief in your mm-hmm. space. And so losing her dad suddenly um, is, uh, you know, a little bit of a different grief experience than losing your mom over the course of four years. Yeah. Um, but there are common threads to losing a parent that probably, um, you know, became apparent to you as you went through that experience in that course as well. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the grief course came at the right time when you were ready to think about your own experience and you're in an art therapy course that's giving you tools mm-hmm. that are going to help you uh, when there are no words. So, so yeah. talk to me about how some of the art that you did, I, I know that your, your thesis project and your graphic novel um, were the kind of culmination of it, but, mm-hmm. but tell me a little bit about some of the steps um, kind of in, in getting to that thesis and graphic novel. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I want to say it actually kind of culminated over the span of my whole course because um, basically every week we would also meet for uh, group art therapy with our cohort. And um, it ended up turning into a lot of time for me to actually be able to sit and be present with whatever it is I was feeling. So um, so if you look at my work over the course of that program, it's basically all dealing with grief or anticipatory grief or dealing with my relationship with my mother and, um, and, and yeah, just how I was dealing in the moment. Um, so I want to say again, having that space just to be openly, honestly present with my feelings was basically the the precursor to being able to dive into my graphic novel. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it, it was it was a really it was a really vulnerable space. But I think not. I think it is what I needed at that time. Hmm. And and it sounds like it was um, a supportive environment. So vulnerable space, a vulnerable time for you but also a supportive environment uh, with a group of people that uh, were able, you were able to feel safe enough with and connected enough to, to allow yourself to really examine and move through some of these feelings and experiences in art that you were doing. Um, Mm -hmm. But also just the the space of making the art, actually just the, the, the blank paper or, whatever surface we were using, that was also the space that I felt comfortable in. Mm, Right. Right. Taking the materials, the raw materials and making something that represents your experience with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I I wonder, I mean, to some degree, you may have seen, you know, a similar experience in some of your classmates including the one who had just lost her dad. But um, 
you know, maybe, um, did you notice some of like, was that a, was it, was it common I guess among your classmates to be working through their stories in some way in the lessons you were learning and the, in the space that was created? Yes, absolutely. And, um, I, I kept in touch with a couple of those cohorts and, and speaking with them about, about this years later, since this was years ago, um, you know, we did have that conversation around the fact that there was so much that came up through their art that they didn't even realize was there that was present with them. Um, so, so yeah, again, it's like, I want to say it's the, the magic sometimes of making art where you just kind of start working with the material and, you know, we're giving these, these prompts, these directives, but you really don't even realize again, what's going to come out of it until you have this final product in front of you. And and just the ways that, again, you're just able to be open and honest with yourself um, in this visual format. Nice. And so then in that experience, it brought you to your graphic novel. Talk uh-huh. to me a bit about your graphic novel. Yeah. So basically, I I had finished my program um, in December of 2015. Um and then my mom passed in September of 2016. Um, and so I just, I took a break. I, I knew I had my thesis to work on. Um, and I want to say, ironically enough, I, I had told my mom before passing, I'm like, I don't think I can finish this. I don't think I can do this. Um, and she encouraged me to finish it and to, and to you know, graduate properly to to be the art therapist she knew I could be so um so I had that definitely ringing in my mind um after she passed away and um a few years went by actually before I'm like okay um I need to start processing this (laughs) essentially like it's just sitting there and it's 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 there but I'm not actually acknowledging it and so I actually started with a bit of visual journaling. Um, but then I'm like, okay, this, this definitely has the, the feeling and the, the texture of, of a comic here. Um, and, so, and so then I just started making them. Um, I don't even think it took that much thought for me. Um, something I like to say to people is I just, I think in comics, it's like, I don't, I guess I just, I find it, comfortable to put words and images together for myself and so um a lot of imagery was coming up for me at that time and so I was really just kind of going with whatever was presenting itself to me at the time and I didn't even realize it was going to become my thesis I was really just doing it for for myself um but then I'm realizing you know this is this is art therapy. This is what it's about. I I am basically my my own case study in this in this moment. So so I went with it, and and that's how it came to be. That's beautiful, and and I mean it's it's the way of finding your healing, and also the way of finding your learning, mm-hmm. and bringing it to the world that other people can uh, heal and learn from it as well. Absolutely. So so you have finished the program. 
Mm-hmm. And you're out in the world as an art therapist, are you mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> so how do you see the the kind of experience that you had? How do you see that playing out for people that you work with? Um, uh, you know, how does art help people uh, in grief in particular? Uh, I mean, we know that it helps people with lots of things, but mm-hmm. we're grief stories. So thinking about grief. What are you seeing in your practice with people? Um, yeah, I think it's twofold. I think I think the space, like having that space, kind of like you mentioned before, having that space with somebody that you feel comfortable with, but then also having the space in the art making just to process whatever is going on for them. I think that's that's one of the keys. But then I think the other part to it is finding a way to honor the person that was lost. Um, so... Again, we all have complex relationships too when it comes to grieving and when it comes to grieving a certain person. Um, so the word honoring can also look different for different people. But I think just, again, having the space and the openness to process that honoring in whatever way it presents itself is, is usually how the, the art um, helps in that moment. Beautiful. And I think, you know, that really speaks to the idea of our continuing bond with someone that we have a deep relationship who dies. Mm -hmm. Um, It also speaks to that, that need for us to make sense of the story of the loss, right? You know, and so the art, the space within the materials gives room to tell that story in a way that makes the most sense to the person creating the art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And then do you sometimes, you know, are there opportunities to see in the work that you do where the art that people are doing related to their grief touches other people? Um, for example, you know, you mentioned in your program that you had a group art therapy course. And I wonder if some of your art had an impact and touched other people in the group and other people's art touched you, that sort of thing. Is it a mutual exchange of learning and healing? Uh, yeah, I'd say it is. And um, I will say at least when it came to my, my graphic novel thesis, I, I actually had to present it as a part of the requirements for, for the type of thesis that I took on. and. I'm so glad that I did because part of that process also included having um, just a bit of a feedback form just to see how people resonated with the work that I did and their thoughts. Um, and, and it was, it was pretty, um, it was pretty, I want to say profound, just, just reading the response that people had to my work. Um, a lot of people did say like, you know, they were able to also think about their grieving in the moment and just have that moment of resonance with my work um and 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 yeah it's it's it is it becomes that mutual healing space because it's that whole thing of like you're not alone um you know somebody else can also understand how you're feeling um and somebody's also been there and and somebody's also going through it so so yeah I would definitely say there's there is that mutual learning and healing that that comes from sharing your art like that. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. I think, you know, the research is bearing that out and, and letting us know that, you know, it's healing for us as individuals to um, put our story 
of of grief and loss out there in in expressive arts in in lots of different forms in expressive arts visual uh-huh. art um um textural art the uh songwriting uh creative writing lots of poetry dance you know theater lots of different ways that um we can put our story out there yeah. and and telling our story helps us heal and receiving our story can help the audience heal mm-hmm. in Absolutely. all of those methods, right? Yeah. Is there anything else that you would like a listener to know about art therapy or ways that art can help with healing grief? Is there anything else that, that you want to share with people? Yeah. I mean, I mean, this wasn't said in the space, but I, I always give the precursor of, you know, you don't have to have artistic skills or experience to to be able to lean into it um and i i just i always like to emphasize the fact that you know our therapy like grieving is is a process um i don't i don't think there's an end date to it like you know i'll say for me even if you know you're not working with a art therapist personally or you're working with them for a set amount of time there's there's nothing wrong with being able to to process and continue to process through art making. Um, just, you know, just as time goes on, um, because, you know, the grief, it, I think it's, I don't know, I, I like to describe it as a wave, you know, it, it ebbs and flows. Um, and the art and art making space is just, just such a wonderful way to be able to bear witness to the ebb and flow. So. Um, so I guess if I could just leave listeners with that, that, you know, it's okay that it's a process and it's, it's something wonderful to be able to bear witness to. So I hope they're able to, to leave the space for that in their lives. Beautiful. So you don't need to be artistic or have experience with art to come to art for processing your feelings and experiences mm-hmm. and it's not about making a beautiful product it's about a meaningful experience of moving through the art making is that is that what I'm hearing yes yes thank you for putting it in that way yeah <laughs> I'm yeah. not so with the words this is why I do art <laughs> that's okay I think your words are beautiful I just always feel like um sometimes people hear things different ways and so when I when I reflect back what I think I'm hearing from you, um, people get the chance to hear it in more than one way. We we all learn differently and um, we all take things in differently. So it's a, it's a, a nice exchange to have. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree. Yeah. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining me to talk about art therapy and your experience and your story uh, and sharing it through the podcast with grief stories today. Yeah, this was this was wonderful. Thank you for this opportunity. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. Take good care, Chantel. You too. Thank you, Maureen. Thank you for listening to the Grief Stories podcast. I'm your host, Maureen Pollard. Please remember that grief is universal, but every person's experience of grief is unique. While our interviews are intended to help listeners feel validation and reassurance, we realize that these stories may be different from your own. Please visit our website, griefstories.org, for more stories of hope and healing.